Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. I'm the founder of Thrive Life and Business and I'm on a mission to help you become your own coach and truly lead in life and in business. Do you love this podcast? Do you wish there was a space where we not only talk about the inner work, but we actually do it together? Well, guess what? That place exists over in my group membership, Thrive Together. Inside Thrive Together, we meet most Mondays to plan out our weeks and each month we run a workshop and group coaching session as well as bonus private podcasts and monthly focus and intention setting. Let's be honest, you can listen to all the podcasts in the world, but will you do the inner work? You can join today and you can cancel any time. Once you're in, you have full access to all of the replays from the previous group coaching and workshops, ranging from being decisive and people-pleasing all the way through to overcoming your inner fears and getting out of your own way. So sign up anytime and do any of the workshops at your own pace. Simply sign up on my website at www.tlb.org.uk forward slash TT checkout or head to the link in the show notes of this podcast. Join today, cancel at any time, and let's start doing the inner work together. Hi, and welcome to episode 65. So today I want to talk about the price and the value of coaching, and I want to share some news about how the structure of my business is changing because that's the context of um, this episode. So I've had (laughs) start from the start. (laughs) I've had a few experiences over the last few weeks, which have really got me to thinking about how subjective the value of coaching is. And I want to start the episode by giving you a quick understanding of where I've come from and then tell you what experiences I've had over the past few weeks, because that's going to set this episode up really well. Okay, so um, let's start with where I've come from. You guys all know, if you've been listening for a little while, I was born professionally in the corporate world. So I worked for a large bank and I was raised professionally in corporate. But more to the point, I spent around 15 years coaching people, coaching leaders specifically. And what I was noticing more and more with the years that rolled by, the leaders that I worked with and that I coached, they experienced shifts in their mind and and in their thinking because firstly, they had a safe space to share their thoughts and have their thoughts challenged and then be offered a new perspective to accept. And I think in a corporate setting, I what I see... And I know that a lot of you who are listening, some of you own your own businesses, some of you are leaders in businesses, some of you are just aren't leaders in businesses or own your own business, you are a leader in your own life. All of you are welcome here and and all of the podcast episodes apply to you, whichever of those categories you fall into, right? But what I notice particularly in corporate is how guarded (laughs) leaders would be And my conclusion to that guardedness was it wasn't safe for them. It wasn't safe for them because leaders in corporate businesses often feel like they should know the answers. They feel like because they've now got the job title that they can't be flawed. And if people do see them as flawed, then that's a risky position for them to put themselves in. And it's so encouraging to see more and more workplaces, um, more and more corporate places encouraging this kind of 
Um, let's call it vulnerability because growth can be a vulnerable thing, but they're encouraging imperfect leadership. They're encouraging authenticity in their leadership. Anyway, I'm getting carried away. What I saw anyway, what I want to say to you is what I saw was the leaders that I was working with, the shifts in their thinking just down to coaching, the shifts in their mindset and the perspectives that they would be open to. And then basically like a new jacket, like open to trying on in their leadership. And then when I moved into my own coaching business, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'll give you a quick run of how, of how it's all gone. I'm not going to give like intimate details because the podcast episode is going to be fucking long if I do that. But, um, let's just, let's just go through the types of offerings that I started with and the types of offerings that are are available now. I'm sorry, I need to pull my teeth in today, don't I? I don't know what, I don't know if, I've had one more coffee than I usually have. And um, I think my mouth's running quicker than my brain is. (laughs) Anyway, so launched Thrive Life and Business and I launched it only with a one-to-one coaching offering. So one-to-one clients first. Then um, around a year later, I think, I launched Thrive Together. So at this point, February 2021, I had my one-to-one coaching offering and then I had also Thrive Together, which is still available to join now. Um, So just to explain, my one-to-one private coaching is a four-month journey with fortnightly one-to-one calls, monthly like goal check-ins, if you like, Um, And it's a really supported journey. It's a really intimate journey. Thrive Together is a membership that you pay for monthly and you can come in and out of however often or however much as you like. It's got a content library. We meet every Monday, all of the things. If you want to know more about this, what I'm not trying to do here is sell you on anything. I'm just trying to explain the different things that, that are and have been available. And the reason that I'm explaining these things is because I want you to see that I, I layered each offer on top of the next one that fell in alignment with where my business was going. So with my one-to-one coaching, what I wanted to do, what my intention was with Thrive Together was give people a more accessible way of working with me that isn't necessarily one-to-one coaching, but is being able to be coached because you can get coached inside Thrive Together. There's a group coaching every single month. Um, But it gives you the content that I would normally share with a one-to-one client. So my intention with Thrive Together was to expand um, the offering that I had so that it wasn't just on a one-to-one basis that we could work together. And then a lot of you know that this year, so I've just launched it 26th of January uh, 2022, I launched a group program called Do The Thing. And Do The Thing is very specifically about its uh, framework. And it's a framework that will enable you to overcome and, and, and do the inner work that you need to do to do the thing, whatever the thing is for you, whether it's something you want to be, do or have, right? And I created Do The Thing because I recognized that there were people who maybe they wanted to work with me one-to-one. They had a speci- very specific goal. So Thrive Together that is somewhere where we come together and we actually do the work every single week. We meet every single Monday. Do the thing is a framework that will take you through the inner work to enable you to 
to meet a specific objective, whether that is something you want to be, do or have. So think of Thrive Together as a community, do the thing as a program. Okay, so hopefully that gives you a bit of an understanding as to how I've built my business so far, right? Um, and this is going to, re- that context is going to really um, kick in later on in the episode when I start to share some news and some decisions that I'm making as I make my way into 2022. But where this episode has come from is I've had a few experiences over the last week, uh, uh, over the last few weeks, sorry, when it comes to pricing of coaching, when it comes to pricing of my offerings. Um, so I've had, obviously I've been in, in the middle of launching Do The Thing. So of course, there's been a lot of talk around the pricing of that. And I've had specific messages around the pricing of that, which maybe I'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in today's episode. Um, I've also I've also had a phone call off uh, an old colleague of mine um, who was thinking of venturing into getting coached one to one and asking me. I mean, it wouldn't be an appropriate um, relationship for for me to coach that person. Uh, so we had a good chat about what coaching is and who I would recommend, what other coaches I would recommend for them to work with. Um, all of these I'm going to probably share more detail with you. I'm just giving a bit of an overview at the moment. I've had messages from members around um, current members of Thrive Together. I've had messages from people who've joined Do The Thing and in, have invested in themselves and what actually what that investment has already done for them, even though the program hasn't even begun yet. And I've had my own internal thoughts around opening my one-to-one doors again in March. So um, I have a one-to-one wait list. For anyone who is looking to work with me one-to-one, I am not going to be taking on new one-to-one clients till at least March 2022. And again, I'm going to get to that later on in the episode. So the experiences that I've had over the last few weeks, um, the first one that I mentioned was the messages around the do the thing pricing. Um, so I, one specific message rings true in my mind and it came off the back of a post on Instagram of me saying that the main reason that people were telling me that they weren't going to join do the thing was because they felt like, because their own um, doubts were roaring very loudly. And I find that this happens a lot. So they were messaging me things like, I really want to join, do the thing. But what if all of the people in there are super ambitious, strong, confident, have their shit together? And I don't. I really want to join, do the thing. But I don't know quite what my thing is yet. Is that okay? I was getting a lot of those messages and I was dealing with a lot of those messages. And bear in mind, I'm not a coach who convinces. I'll never convince you. I'll give you the information that you need to make an informed decision about whether you want to work with me, about whether this is right for you, but I will never convince you. More on that later. Um, But this particular message that I'm talking about was someone saying, actually, no, that's not my reason. My reason isn't that it's not about fit. It's actually because you've outpriced me. It's because I can't afford the price that do the thing is at. And I want you to acknowledge that. Um, And they went on to explain that perhaps I should maybe acknowledge that maybe, maybe it's not about feeling like you won't fit, but maybe it's because of the type of people who can afford to join are financially successful by definition. Um, 
And I'll be honest, that message triggered me, but not for me. <laughs> it triggered, it was sent with so much love and that we actually had a great conversation in my DMs about it. Um, and me and this person still have a really lovely relationship. But I will admit that it made me, it gave me the feeling of, of um, like a motherly protection. <laughs> like what I mean by that is, I don't, and what I explained to this person is, let's not assume the financial position of anyone ever when you don't know it, right? So for the people who have joined Do The Thing, it isn't at any particular price point. And I want to talk about that in today's episode. I want to talk about price points, which I am going to be talking about. But I suppose my point is, let's not assume that because they've paid for something, let's not assume anything about their financial position. So that's the first thing that came up. The second thing that came up was with the old colleague that um, wanted my advice on coaching. This was the first time for them that they had ever considered investing in themselves in that way. And the coaches that I had recommend that this person go to are people who I honour, I respect, people I've even been coached by in the past. And when I gave them, because this person asked me, you know, like, what's the ballpark figure for being coached? And I told them my price and I told them the price that I assume these other coaches are. And my old colleague was genuinely flawed, genuinely flawed. And the first thing that they did was compare the price of this kind of coaching to the price of an executive, uh, financial executive coach that they'd work with who charged them by the hour. And it, it really, I'll be honest, it may, it, it had the, that situation, that conversation, it had the capability to potentially make me doubt. And what I'm really proud of, and the reason that I'm sharing this with you, is because I didn't doubt and I, I understood that that comparison existed in their minds. It doesn't exist in my mind. And I'm going to talk in this episode today about the value of coaching because I want you to see that when I, in particular, I can't speak for other coaches, but when I price my coaching, when I price my services, I want you to know where that comes from. I want you to know that these figures aren't plucked from thin air, right? So the fact that my old colleague was like, what? That's what you charge? Oh my God. Is something I'm going to address later on in this episode. Um, as I say, I've had messages from members about Thrive Together. So I've had so many messages, particularly this month, from members of Thrive Together to say, holy shit, the value I am getting from Thrive Together is next level. And that makes me so happy. That makes me so fucking proud because like I keep saying to them every single Monday when we meet, I am saying to them, if you're not doing X, Y, and Z, you're not getting your money's worth. If you're not um, engaging in this membership in certain ways, I am telling you, you are not getting your money's worth. And there is two reasons why I am doing that. The first reason and the most important reason is because I want them to get their money's worth. And the second reason is a result of that. I don't want them to leave. I want them to get their money's worth because I want this to be the most valuable place that they put their investment. Ooh, I'm getting all passionate. The coffee's kicking in. Um, 
Anyway, other examples that I mentioned before was around um, do the thing people who've messaged me and said, I haven't even had my first workshop yet, but in the content that you've produced, it's already really making me think. And they're giving me examples of the content that exists as soon as you log in that has made them go, shit, yeah, I do that. Oh God, right, that's a way for me to grow. Um, and what was the last thing I mentioned? Oh, the last thing, um, I'm looking down at my notes here. The last thing I mentioned was my internal thoughts about opening up my one-to-one doors again in March. It's really making me think about the value and the price of coaching. Um, and I'm going to share with you why. So there's the context. That's the setup of today's podcast. That's where this, what I'm about to say in this second part of the episode now what you've just listened to, that's the foundation, that's the context, that's the, um, that's where this next part of the episode is coming from. So strap in. I want to share with you, uh, there's three key thoughts um, that I want to share with you around pricing of coaching and value of coaching. Um, so let's just dive straight in. This is probably the longest intro I've ever done, like 15 minutes of intro. I hope you're still with me. Are you still with me? Message me. Let me know you're still with me. Um, okay. So the first one, value is subjective and relative to the person who is making the decisions. Value is subjective and relative to the person who is making the investment decision. The first thing I want to say is this. Let's say you're into fishing. I'm not. Let's say you are. Let's say you're into fishing and... um. And there's a really, really expensive fishing rod. So I don't know how much fishing rods cost, but I do know I've bought one once when I was in France and I think it costs 20 euros or something. Let's say that there's a fishing rod and it's one and a half grand. That sounds like a lot of money, doesn't it? Now, if you're into fishing, to you, you're going to be able to list all of the reasons why that fishing rod is worth one and a half grand. But to me, that is fucking silly, crazy money to spend on a fishing rod. Because why the hell would a fishing rod cost one and a half grand, right? This is because the value of anything is subjective. And it's subjective relative to the person who's making the investment choice, right? And the same thing, I've talked about a fishing rod, but the same thing goes for your personal development. I personally know many people who will openly tell me that they spend on clothes and alcohol and they spend their time watching TV to numb out. Like they tell me this, they're aware that they're doing it. But when I suggest a particular book that costs a tenner, suddenly that's very expensive and they don't have time to read it, right? And this is because they're not ready for that. They don't want to make that change. For whatever reason, that is okay, right? I used to get very frustrated about this and I used to um, be more forceful in my personal relationships about, you know, as like I'm talking like I used to be forceful to the point of buying the person the book, you know, trying to do the work for them. Um, I don't do that anymore because what I now know to be true is there is a reason that they didn't buy the book. And that reason is because they don't see the value in it yet and they may never see the value in it. And they might, their experience, everyone is experiencing and living out an experience that is perfect for them. It's not on anyone else to push for another person to have 
a certain experience or go down a certain path. So what I'm trying to say here is there's nothing wrong with that. If you're someone, well, you're not someone who does that because you're spending half an hour or whatever listening to this podcast, which tells me you recognize the value of investing in yourself because by listening to this, you are investing your time. And I honor that. Hence the reason that I try and produce every single week high quality content for you to listen to that will challenge your thoughts and hopefully offer you a new perspective. Anyway, what I'm saying is, it's the same thing, right? Value is subjective relative to the one making the investment choice. I might have bought my friend, that person, the book, but if they don't see the value in spend, even if it was a tenner and they're not the ones who spent the tenner, if they don't see the value in it, they're not going to invest their time in it. And that's okay. If you think that the fishing rod is worth one and a half grand, that's okay. If I think it's worth 20 quid, that's okay. Because, because it's all just subjective, right? It's all just subjective. And therefore, we must all be okay with making our own investment choices. So that's my first point. Second point is price is arbitrary. So the second thing that I want to say is, it's a little bit like the first point, but a little bit different. A price point is arbitrary. It really is. Like I explained to a in the example that I gave you earlier about the follower who said, it's not about fit, it, it is about, I can't afford it, that message. When they offered me their insights on not being able to afford this, I reassured that person because they, they were so lovely in the way they put this message to me. And they, they actually made it very clear that they were saying, you know, I'm pretty certain that it it's worth every penny and it reflects the amount of time that you've put into it and all of these lovely things. But what I wanted to reassure them of is I don't um, price my products and services based on my time. I do not price my products and services based on my time. I don't. I charge based on a price that I can confidently stand by. It feels ethically aligned. And I've done this for the whole time in my business. And this is the reason why at first I coached people for free. At first I coached people for free because that that felt ethically aligned. Then when my confidence increased, I charged £299 for my coaching every month. And it went up and up. But what I want to say is, it's been that that's one-to-one coaching, but it doesn't even matter. Any price increase that I've ever put in place in my business, it's been so important for me to not look around at other coaches and see what other people are doing, but instead charge what I can ethically and confidently stand by. As in, in terms of the experience, the value, the transformation that I know it has the potential to give the person who's purchasing it, the person who is investing their time, energy and financial resources in it. And it's also important to say here that when I did this, when I increased my prices, I had to back myself, even though I knew I was saying no to people who might ever only ever buy from me at a lower to- at a lower price point, even though they might have never seen the value that I knew my new level of mastery was. Do you see? Because I'm not here to ever convince. I'll never do that. I'll never convince you to work with me because like I said earlier, I only ever offer. I only ever give you the information that you need to make your informed decision. And this is because you have to be the one 
willing to actively do the work actively willing to do the work. You have to be the one who in the hardest times through coaching and self-exploration and self-inquiry and growth, you have to be the one who has the will. Because if you haven't got the will to go through this journey, to go through this coaching and change and transformation, then it's a bit fucked. (laughs) And I can't ethically stand by that. You won't be actively willing if you've been convinced to begin with. Anyway, tangent, let me come back. The point I'm making here is that I had to back myself even if increasing the price meant that there was less clients. And I did because remaining at the same price would have carried with it an an energetic exchange, an energetic charge that meant I felt resentful. And I refuse to bring any negatively weighted energy into my coaching. A lot of you have listened to this podcast for quite a long time and you'll know that there's been, for the past two years, I've been dealing in my personal life with some really heavy shit and I do so much work on myself and so much work outside of my clients' coaching sessions, outside of the sessions inside Thrive Together to ensure that there is no energy that is negatively weighted that I am bringing into their session. So I include that in the way that I price for my business, right? I am not going to turn up to your coaching session with a with a flavor of resentment because I haven't charged you the level of mastery that I can ethically stand by. It doesn't work thinking if you if you relate this to yourself, the question that I would ask you is, think about the last time you said yes to someone or something, but you really meant no. You carry that then, that you then completing that task or doing what you said yes to, then will have carried with it a energetic weight of resentment more than likely. So, so on this, look, I do appreciate and I do know that there will be some of you out there thinking, but what if I, what if I want it, but I literally can't afford your prices? Doesn't that make it unfair and inaccessible for me? Um, what I want to say to you is. That is why I have lower price point offers like Thrive Together, which it's £79 a month. We're January 2022. That may go up. It's £79 a month now, but that still might be out of your reach. And so that is why I create free content like this podcast. And I know many people who have messaged me and said, your podcast has changed my life. I, I listened to this episode and through that episode alone, that has changed the way I've gone about this, this, and this, and that's changed my life. It's changed my relationship with my partner. It's changed my relationship with myself. It's made me have conversations in work that I would never have had, et cetera, et cetera. They'll never spend a penny with me. And that is perfect. That's exactly as it should be. I've even been on consultation calls. So if if you apply to work with me one-to-one, the first thing we'll do is have a consultation call to see mutually if it's a good fit. And I've even been on consultation calls and actually recommended other coaches to a potential client. I am not afraid of losing, in inverted commas, money that isn't ethically aligned. I'm not. I'm never going to take your money if I don't think it's wise for you and for me because I value your time, but I value my own too. So when I say, anyway, summarizing point two, when I say price is arbitrary, I really mean it. It's like the fishing rod example. To some people, they wouldn't dream of investing in themselves in, uh, they wouldn't dream, sorry, of 
buying a fishing rod for one and a half grand. For some people, they wouldn't dream of investing themselves in in coaching, in one-to-one coaching. For others, by the way, the price that I charge for one-to-one coaching seems suspicious. Well, if it's that low, is it going to be any good? And this is my point. Price is arbitrary to a person who has water available on tap. A bottle of water priced £100 is like, fuck that. Whereas to a person who hasn't drank in a day, they might, or however long, they might pay that £100 because they haven't got access to bottled water. It's like, it's arbitrary. And then the third thing that I wanted to say, the third point before I give you the update in my business and the decisions that I'm making is the most important point, the most important point, and that is sometimes it just takes one thing. So as I was thinking about this episode and as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today, what I wanted to say was this, you could pay for a book, right? That's worth 10 pounds. So let's let's take the example from earlier on. So let's say there was a book, a self-development book, not a novel, right? Let's say that that book would cost 10 pounds to buy. And let's say this book had 500 pages, but in reading it, the thing that changed your life was on page 394 in the second paragraph. And it changed your life because it really resonated. It changed your life because those words hit you like nothing ever has. It changed your life because in reading those words, it made you approach things differently. And therefore, it's changed the trajectory of something in your life or something in business, whatever, right? Now, does it mean that because it was on one paragraph on page 394, does that therefore mean that the other 499 pages weren't worth your time and financial investment? Does it? Does it mean that actually because you found the the gold in one paragraph on one page, that it wasn't worth £10, that it was only worth 10p, for example? Of course it doesn't. And the same goes for coaching. Coaching, I can say this from my personal experiences, coaching I've invested in personally or courses, sometimes it's just been one small mindset shift, one new thought that I hadn't ever considered before. And this is what I mean. It's arbitrary. Your personal development, it is layered. If I give you a personal example, it'll help me drive this point home. I remember when I was umming and ahhing about whether to quit my job or not. And I didn't, at this point, I'd invested thousands in my own development, in coaching. I'd invested so much time in myself doing the inner work. I'd invested in books and courses. I'd invested in learning about business and completing coaching courses, all sorts. But one day I went for a coffee with a friend of mine, shout out by the way to Wilson K Photography. Um, Her name is Kelly Wilson. She is possibly, no, scrap that. She's the best baby photographer in the UK. There you go have that. Anyway, I went for a coffee with Kelly and um, she doesn't know this, but she said something that literally changed the trajectory of my life. And I can't remember it word for word, but it was something like, I don't live my life like other people do. I value what I value, not what society tells me to value, right? It was something like that. And that was it for me. That, That was what I needed to hear. Now, At this point, 
I can literally name tons of books that have said pretty much the same thing that I'd already read. I could specifically pinpoint conversations that I'd had with my own coach where we had a similar conversation, but it was something about the way she said it and the conviction in her message and probably who it was who was saying it as well, like how she explained her journey about being a business owner and all of the layers. This is what I'm saying, your personal development is layered. There was something in her message that hit me and it was probably the one conversation that tipped the scales and the hilariousness of it, the irony of it, it was free. Apart from the price of a coffee, my time, her time, it was free. Also, would her comment have resonated with me as much had I have not read those books or been coached on this? Probably not. It probably will have fallen on deaf ears. That's my point. Your personal development is layered. My point is you cannot put a price on coaching. It is priceless in that there can be one small shift that literally changes the trajectory of your life. And that is what I mean by life changing. You can't put a fucking cost on that. You can't put a price on that because it goes way beyond Um, what you earn as your salary every year. It goes way beyond what you paid for the coaching or the coffee. It goes beyond that because we now go into the realms of your happiness, your fulfillment, how fully you're living your life, right? How in alignment the decisions you make on a day-to-day basis actually are in accordance with what you want from your life. All of that. Anyway, I digress. It has all of that has led me to start making some decisions in my own business. Um, But before I tell you about that, let me offer you some self-reflection. Let me offer you some um, ways to apply what I've talked about today into your own life and into your own business. I find that when when we talk about value, the majority of people have an issue with their value And it comes not from, um, it doesn't come from an ethical place. It doesn't come from like what ethically, it it comes from more so what they think they're worth. And so when you are pricing yourself, and I'm using air quotes here, and it might not be that you've got a business. It might not be that you're putting prices on certain services or products, it may well be the value that you think your time is worth. And the way that could play out in your life and in business is in business, you might be saying yes to things when you really mean no. You might be um, pursuing projects to impress people instead of it's coming from a place of integrity and alignment. So what I'm asking you to think about here is how much you value your own time and your own skills and your own inherent talents and how, what choices you're making in regards to how you're applying that in business and in life, think about it. If you don't value yourself, if you don't value your, let's say your vessel, your body, are you therefore going to be the person who goes, well, I could make an hour to go to that Pilates class, but no, instead I will sit and do the ironing. You know, it's what I'm trying to get across to you is I want you to consider with what I've said, because I am a person who runs a coaching business. I am a person who their business, I'm talking about it today, and it's based on other people's personal development. You might not be in that position, but everything that I've explained to you today still applies to you. 
I want you to find how it applies to you and self-inquiry. So if that's what you came for in this episode, then feel free to, um, I was going to say log off, feel free to pause the episode there and go and do that self-inquiry. But for those of you who are interested, everything, every piece of context that I've given you in this episode has led me to some of the decisions that I've made in my own business pretty much over Christmas and since then. And I want to share these with you because I want you to know that all of this work that I share with you, I'm doing it myself, right? It's not like I'm not just sharing it with you and then sitting in my office, like, <laughs> twiddling my thumbs. I am in this with you and our situations might be different, of course, but I'm still doing the work. And so anyway, made some decisions and I want to share them with you because I know that actually, if I'm really honest with you, I had made the decision I'm about to share with you in the first six months of my business, but I spoke to the wrong person about it. I took the wrong person's advice and I backtracked. Let me explain. The decision that I've made is I don't want to be your coach. (laughs) I don't want to be your coach. I want you to be your coach, right? So I want to be the person in your life who teaches you, encourages you, supports you, how to self-coach. Why? Because I recognize the fucking value. I have literally seen it client after client and they message me months after their coaching journey has ended to tell me about a situation that they surprised themselves with, how they dealt with it differently because they self-coached, right? And what I've really realized in my one-to-one clients, holding space for them, coaching them, and then in Thrive Together, and now coming up and do the thing, sometimes I'm coaching people through some serious and deeply rooted blocks. As they progress through their journey with me, they learn through osmosis. And that really got me to thinking, because where this has all come from is my word of the year, my intention of 2022. And I don't know if I've shared this with you all or not, so sorry if this is a repetition, but that word is impact. This year, I know the word impact is going to be the word, the decision that helps me make all decisions. When I'm deciding on offering something or recording a podcast or my own inner work or the way I'm going to spend my own time, I know the the word impact, I come back to this word and I think to myself, how can I make the biggest impact here? Specifically, how can I make an impact that is both deep and wide? So I've been thinking about this a lot and I've been wondering how I can be, how I can more boldly stick to my intention of impact. And because of that, I've come to a decision. I've already said that I'm opening my doors for one-to-one coaching in March and I'm going to do that because I've said that I would and I want to, and I honor that. But after that, I can't say if or when I'll be opening my doors for one-to-one coaching again. And here's why. As it stands now, aside from one-to-one coaching, my offerings are Thrive Together and Do The Thing, which I've explained them both. And I'm also working on a project this year with in another business with a business partner there to launch a journal. So anyway, I suppose my point is there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot going on, but that's not that's not the reason. 
The reason that I'm considering, so when I say I'm making a decision, please know this about me. I am a manifest in human design. I am a manifesting generator. For those of you who don't know human design, what it is, I invite you to explore that more. Um, the person that I personally use for my human design readings is called I am Leah Hughes on Instagram. I'll link her in the show notes. Um, but anyway, I'm a manifesting generator and I have to, what that means is I've had to learn to be less rigid in my approach to things and honor what I feel is the right thing to do. So it goes against all business logic, right? You know, a lot of, um, a lot of business logic tells you, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. Whereas when you lean more into how you feel about things that can feel like a really fucking scary place to be, right? doing business based on how you feel. Um, so when I say I'm making a decision, please know this, I reserve the right to change my mind. And I'm not telling you that for you. I'm saying that's how I approach my decisions anyway. Anyway, I want, I'm sharing this with you because in the first six months of my business, I had a call with um, a mentor that I really respect. And this mentor has been with me throughout my career, my whole career. And I remember saying to this person, what I'm thinking, the, the direction I'm thinking of pushing Thrive Life and Business is into people being their own coach. Like I really like the concept of me not being their coach, but them, like me helping them to become their own coach. And of course, at the time I was a baby in business. Of course, at the time it was just an idea. But this person said to me, you don't fucking want to do that. Don't do that. You're basically pushing business away. Like, it, what if they want you to be their coach? No, don't do it. And it it was very much like their comments were very much from, I see this now, from a place of scarcity. Like, if the money's there, you should take it kind of thing. In a horrible way, by the way. Just in a, why are you pushing business away? <laughs> That's silly kind of way. And what I now see is it's not silly it's not silly at all. It is how it's meant to be for me. It is how it's meant to be for my clients. I do not want to be a coach who is relied on constantly um, as a crutch for my clients. I actually know the value of self-coaching because not only have I seen it in my clients, but I've also seen it in myself I come to you in this podcast, I come to you in this episode, I come to you in all engagements that we ever have as someone who self-coaching has changed my life. And not only has it changed my life, it's changed everyone around me, it's changed their lives too. It's changed my son's life, it's changed and it's healed ancestral ideas and beliefs about what work should look like. I now pass that on to my son because I could have stayed as I was, right? My husband, it's changed his life because he now no longer has a job. He now runs his own business. I said to him the other day, do you know what, Jim? Do you think the version of us like 10 years ago would have said to the idea of us 10 years in the future, working for ourselves, doing work that lights us up, like all of the things that we're doing now? And he was like, oh, 10 years ago, me wouldn't have believed that. Like, I probably would have told you where to go. I wouldn't have believed that at all. And I think that's a really important point because I suppose the point I'm making here is that's the value of self-coaching. And 
what I made the mistake of anyway was in the first six months of my business when I made that suggestion to my mentor and they unknowingly shut the idea down from a place of their own scarcity and I unknowingly naively listened to that advice um I shut down an idea that now has resurfaced lots of time later (laughs) and I now see that this is my truth I now see that actually I want the people the impact that I want to make in people's lives I want you to be your coach that's what I want for you And so that's the direction that my business is going to be shifting in. I am going to be focusing heavily on impact and I'm going to be focusing heavily on creating opportunities where people can learn to be their own coach. So yeah, I suppose that's where I'm going to wrap the episode up because I've told you about the context. I've told you about my ideas around price and value when it comes to coaching. So I hope that sharing this has been helpful. I hope it sparked some ideas inside of you. And of course, it goes without saying, I always hope that any ideas it does spark within you, that you have the courage to follow those ideas, even if they're scary on the outside looking in, even if some of the ideas are new to you and intimidate you, if they excite you and light you up, follow them, you know? Anyway, with that, I think that's about enough from me today, isn't it? With that, (laughs) have an intentional day. Please, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.